Now before the readings, a prayer for illumination. Enlighten the perceptions of our hearts, O God. Give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation through the reading of your word. Amen. The epistle reading is taken from Romans chapter 11, verses 33 to 36. Oh, the depths of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways! For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him? to receive a gift in return. For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. And the gospel reading is from John chapter six, reading verses 25 to 35. When they arrived and found him, they said, Sir, how did you get here? Jesus replied, The truth of the matter is that you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you believe in me. But you shouldn't be so concerned about perishable things like food. No, spend your energy seeking the eternal life that I, the Messiah, can give you. For God the Father has sent me for this very purpose. They replied, What should we do to satisfy God? Jesus told them, This is the will of God, that you believe in the one he has sent. They replied, You must show us more miracles if you want us to believe you are the Messiah. Give us free bread every day like our fathers had while they journeyed through the wilderness. As the scriptures say, Moses gave them bread from heaven. Jesus said, Moses didn't give it to them, my father did. And now he offers you true bread from heaven. The true bread is a person, the one sent by God from heaven, and he gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us that bread every day of our lives. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. No one coming to me will ever be hungry again. Those believing in me will never thirst. This is the word of the Lord. If you had asked me as recently as yesterday, what is the story behind Thanksgiving, I might have stumbled through uh, my limited knowledge about the pilgrims and, and how many years ago they uh, gathered to give thanks for the harvest. 
So I decided that in case someone asked that question today, I would have a, fully, a fuller answer. So I looked it up and got the details, at least more detail, on the story of how and why we have Thanksgiving. And this is what I found. You may already know this, but have patience with those of us who had to look it up. The first Thanksgiving day was celebrated by people uh, who came to North America in 1621. That's nearly 400 years ago. They were so thankful for a good harvest that there was a gathering of 90 natives and 53 new arrivals, and they had a feast. And it was a feast that lasted for three days. Now, out of that, in the United States, uh, the fourth Thursday of November was declared, uh, and I believe still is their Thanksgiving Day. In Canada, it was originally the third Monday in October. But in 1957, Governor General Vincent Massey issued a proclamation, a day of general thanksgiving to Almighty God for the bountiful harvest to be observed uh, on the second Monday in October. And so we have our thanksgiving, a time of uh, the best football games, uh, the baseball playoffs are on, there's usually a turkey dinner, and hopefully some people like you who have decided to come to church. And so that's the story of Thanksgiving as, uh, as I found it, and that filled in some of the, the gaps for me as to the origins of this fall festival. Let us pray. God, give us a clear vision of the truth, faith in your power and confident assurance of your love. Amen. So it's a time of thanksgiving, a time of gratitude for all the blessings of this life, not just the, the harvest, but we think of all the blessings of life we could call it a sense of gratitude. Somewhere back in school days, we were made aware of the five senses, sense of taste, feeling, sight, hearing, and the sense of smell. So common that we, we hardly give them a thought, we just take them for granted but a sense of gratitude. Adding that to the five senses, what is a sense of gratitude? Well, the answer put simply that when someone gives you something that you really want, you feel gratitude. If a friend calls you and says, I, I have an extra ticket for the playhouse, would you like to attend? And if so, you would have a sense of gratitude. On a more profound level, 
I had some good teachers in my school days. Now there's one that stands out. She came from Alma, and after a couple of years in Pentecodiac, she joined the staff at Teachers College uh, and then University of New Brunswick. Her name was Thelma Kirstead. I had many good teachers in my school days, but she stood out among all the others. Now, Dallas was telling me that he's a geologist. Well, Rupert McNeil was my geology professor at Acadia University. And it was Rupert who explained creation in such a way that I was able to see that there was no conflict between science and religion. I could see through his teaching that science simply explained how God's creation came to be. So I look back with a sense of gratitude for the dedicated teachers who had a, a profound effect on my life and my beliefs. It's only as I reach the older years that I have a sense of gratitude for my parents, grandparents, yes, some uncles and aunts, for their love and their concern for me, a sense of gratitude for so many things. On a deeper level, I have a sense of gratitude for the strength that has carried me through some of the tough times, always with the attitude in St. Paul's words, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And somehow the word debt comes into the equation. I owe a debt to all those people I have mentioned. And that is what motivates me. Ultimately, a debt to God in the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Not a debt that we normally think of as a debt to the bank, but a debt on a much deeper sense, uh, to a debt that we owe to God. As I wrote these words and as I say them now, I find that I'm going down a path that ultimately leads to Jesus. When we meet Jesus, we become aware that our real debt is to one who has somehow mysteriously paid that debt. And so our indebtedness to him produces a life, not just a dull, dreary life of drudgery, but a, not, a, not just a paying back penny for penny, but a life of gratitude. I like this uh, Theodore Ferris quote, practice gratitude in simple ways. Make it a habit to say thank you to God for what we have been given, the things we take for granted, water, 
and light, color and sound, a smile, and even thanks for a rebuke at times. And we come to the point where we say with Paul, the words that you have already heard this morning, oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgment and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen.